your horse training questions answered. Answered. Welcome to the Carson James Podcast, your weekly boost of horsemanship. No jargon, no fluff, and no BS. Just natural, proven solutions that work. And now, here's Carson James. Hey guys, so we got a question from Natalie here, and she says, Hey Carson, uh, I've tried a bunch of different bits, and I'm just wondering, how do I know what bit to use, if any at all? Should I ride in a hackamore, a side pull, or stick with a bit? Uh, any advice you could give, greatly appreciated. All right, so Natalie, so the here's the deal with bits, and this is a really good way to think of it. Uh, you know, me and like me and Natalie could have like the cheapest, crappiest flip phones out there. You know, we could call each other, and yeah, it might be a little staticky. It might not have as good as speakers, so it may not. You know, the audio might be not as clear as if it was on like the newest iPhone, right? But if we were both speaking in English, you know, we would be able to communicate at least good enough to where I kind of knew your intentions and you knew mine. Now, likewise, we could have the newest iPhone, and if you were speaking Chinese and I was speaking English and neither one of us knew the other, well, it did not, it wouldn't matter, you know, how loud we yelled, how nice of a phone we had. It just wouldn't work because the, the, you know, the language barrier or whatever. So, said that to say that the, the biggest thing about a bit is whether it's a hackamore, a snaffle bit, a shanked bit, any of it. The only reason we have a bit on a horse in the first place or hackamore, whatever, is so we can clearly communicate with that horse. Another way to say it is the only reason we have reins is so we can get in their way at certain times and get out of their way at other times so we can get them to doing things, right? Stopping, side passing, backing up, whatever. Now, you can you can do that with any type of headgear. What's way more important than what your riding is in is how good you are at the timing of when you get in their way and when you get out of their way. So, you would, you know, you would not ride a snaffle bit any different than you would a hackamore. Uh, you, now with a shank bit, you know, you might kind of ride that more one handed. That would be more for a horse that was further along and pretty broke. But, uh, even then you wouldn't really do a shank bit different than you would a snaffle bit or any of that stuff. Now, a lot of people create a lot of confusion because they make out like, you know, you have to use this different than that and so on and so forth. But the truth is, is you're really any of it that you're using you're just using it to where you get in their way, get out of their way, communicate to them what's easy and what's not as easy. Now, you know, you can do that with any type of headgear. You can do it with no headgear at all. You can just put a rope around their chest, and you can do it with that. So the timing and the skill of the hands is what really matters, not so much about the bit. Now, a little bit shorter answer to your question uh Generally, like at clinics, we'll tell people, you know, don't ride in a shank bit. And the reason we say that is because if you if you go to a shank bit, it's usually like a one to three leverage ratio, meaning if you feel one pound in your hand, the horse is feeling three pounds on his mouth. 
So a bigger bit will amplify what is there. If you have a horse that's kind of bad to toss his head and, you know, things like that, or maybe he's got a little anxiety, well, putting a bigger bit on him will probably just amplify that. It's more like, you know, generally when somebody goes to a bigger bit, it's because he's heavy, so they put a bigger bit on, and it makes it feel lighter. But the only reason the horse is heavy is because he's not understanding good enough. That's why he's not light. So putting a bigger bit on is not going to help him understand better. The only thing that's going to help him understand better is us being able to clearly communicate better with our pressure and our release when we get light, when we get heavy, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So knowing what bit to use is not, you know, really much of a thing. Now, a shorter answer to all this is you can ride in something that's a one-to-one leverage ratio, like a snaffle bit or like a traditional braided rawhide hackamore, and you can't really go wrong with either one of those. Now, the reason a lot of people don't ride in that stuff is they say, well, yeah, he's heavy in the snaffle bit. Well, if he's heavy, then you need to fix the heaviness instead of just going up to a bigger bit. Uh you know, you, if he's heavy in a in a snaffle bit, you need to get him where he's light in a snaffle bit. And then when he's really good and just really sure about everything to do, yeah, you might go up to a shank bit. Then you say, well, why would you go to a bigger bit if he's light in a hackamore and rides really good? Well, a bigger bit can relay a little bit more signal. And remember, a bigger bit will amplify what is there. So if he's real good and light and responsive and doing everything real accurately and cleanly, in a snaffle bit, well, then putting a bigger bit will probably just help him do it even a little bit better. And yes, it will feel a little bit better on your hand, generally speaking. It'll feel just a little bit lighter. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of confusion going on about, you know, should I use this bit? Should I use that bit? Where really the truth of the matter is it has very little, if nothing at all, to do with the headgear, just like the phones, you know. It, what really matters is how we are using our timing and our pressure and our release and our amount of pressure when we get heavy, when we get light. Those are the things that determine whether the headgear works good or doesn't work good. Uh, you know, generally, a lot of times I'll tell people, well, just ride them around in a halter and get them really good in that. And then if you get him real nice in a halter and you put a snaffle bit on him, he'll probably feel even maybe a little bit better. So, you know, always always try to start with as little as possible, like an O-ring or D-ring snaffle. It's a really good thing to go with. Make sure their teeth are done. That's real important. Uh, you know, get their teeth examined and floated by like a certified equine dentist. Uh, next to that... If if he seems to be heavy in a bit, instead of changing the bit, just try to get better with the way you're using the bit. If he's being heavy on it, you know, you be heavy in your hands. When he starts to get a little light, you get a little light. And there may be a lot of back and forth with that for a while. But as you go, if you can kind of time that and be more in his way when he's being heavy and get out of his way when he's being light, pretty quick he will just stay light all the time and that'll be just you know in an o-ring or d-ring snaffle bit so uh basically just change your focus to where instead of worrying about what you're riding him in worry about how you're using what you're riding him in but 
Uh, once again, short answer, throw an O-ring snaffle bit on him, call it good, get him good in it. That's uh, kind of a no, – There's, it's pretty hard to go wrong in something like that. Where it's real easy to go wrong is a shanked bit. Uh, there's absolutely nothing wrong with them, but if you put it on a horse that's not pretty sure about things – it can get him where it's just too much pressure. It's kind of overload for him. He doesn't really know how to handle that pressure, so he just gets real tense, nervous, and you know, kind of goofy acting. So, if you guys, you other people that might be listening to this, you know, if you've got a horse that's kind of tense and hot, not real good at standing still, and just kind of all over the place all the time, mentally and physically, usually a good move to work towards fixing that is getting rid of the shank bit and the curb chain. Just go to like a snaffle bit and ride them around in that for a little while. That will generally, that really helps them kind of calm down mentally. So remember, if you have a horse that is mentally tense, tight, always wanting to go too fast, just bothered, uh, putting a bigger bit on is not going to fix that. It will generally make it worse. Going to a bigger bit to get more control over something that's really out of control it's kind of like just putting a Band-Aid on it, or it's like treating the disease or treating the symptom of the disease instead of the disease. So you start putting your focus on fixing the actual disease. You know, why is he tense? Why is he nervous? Why is he always wanting to go too fast? Start working on that stuff. Well, then you treat the disease and all those symptoms just kind of go away on their own. So that's probably some good things to think about too. Uh, So remember, it's, you know, everybody kind of says this but i'm going to say it again it's what's way more important is the hands that are using it uh so i hope that helps you guys out and gives you some things to think about and we will see you next time you've been listening to the carson james podcast real simple horsemanship subscribe now to get new questions answered every week if you enjoyed this week's podcast drop us a review and share it with your horsey friends 